The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. And I am Dr. Ellen Kenner. Welcome to my show. It's the rational basis of happiness. Your happiness matters. And you may be sitting there thinking, well, what is this thing happiness anyway? You know, I want to be happy, but nobody really has it. People just go around faking that they're happy. And maybe a few times in their life, they'll get a high, they'll get a a feeling of just being on top of the world. But that isn't the norm. Get real. Well, If that's the situation that you're in, you definitely want to rethink that because this is your life. You don't want to waste the next 10 years of your life or 20 years of your life going around with those ideas that place the ceiling really low. Don't let you explore the possibilities in your life and pursue the dreams that you want. And what would cut off your dreams? Typically, or more, most fundamentally, the wrong moral code. If you have a moral code that tells you not to be happy, but that self-sacrifice is good, the martyr is the good person, the good person is the person who really, really wants a particular career or a particular romantic relationship, a healthy one, and gives it up, gives it up for something that they value less, or maybe safety or security, or they give it up because their parents don't want them to marry a particular person. If you're giving up your hobbies, your values, your your romantic life, the career that you would like and is possible, it may not be possible at this point, if you're giving up on yourself, then you won't get happiness even though that's presented as a moral code, selflessness, altruism. You want to value yourself, which doesn't mean that you're going to be a mean person. It doesn't mean you're going to be a narcissist or a me-only person, my way or the highway, get out of my way, and you'll manipulate and cheat and steal. You don't make yourself into a good person that way either. The way to make yourself into a good person is to re- and to achieve that happiness that everyone longs for, and many people just throw up their hands, is to set long-range goals for yourself and shorter ones too that are doable, that are truly in line with your values. So you're being true to yourself and learning how to speak your mind. Here is a quick question that kind of relates to what I was just talking about. Dear Dr. Kenner, why am I not happy unless I drink? Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad and then Alan will be back. Romance. Oh, I wish guys knew more about what we want from a relationship. (laughs) Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Ah, here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance. A serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Hmm, The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. Dear Dr. Kenner, why am I not happy unless I drink? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, dot, 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 lots of question marks. Why? Why am I not happy unless I drink? I am 55 years old. Susan. Well, first ask yourself, Are you happy when you drink? Happiness, if we define happiness, many people will have different definitions. Reasonably, happiness is the achievement 
of decent values, rational values, the achievement, not winning the lottery. How many people win the lottery and then go on to destroy their lives? Because they know that the money they got from the lottery is not earned money. So they can buy the yachts, they can buy the houses, and they feel like a big fraud because the house that they buy is not one that they earned. And they live in a neighborhood where the neighbors all earned their houses. So they feel like they're at odds. So it isn't someone just giving you a gift. It's you putting in whatever effort and rising to whatever level your ambition and your ability allows you and you can grow your ability. And so what happens when you drink? Well, I'm assuming you're not talking about social drinking. If you're talking about just having a drink of wine at a lovely restaurant occasionally or maybe you know, a drink before you go to bed because your doctor said wine is good for you, then that's not what we're talking about. If you have a drinking habit, meaning you're messing up with drinking, you're using it to self-medicate, which many people do, well, what then? Why can't you be happy? Well, what are you medicating yourself? You're medicating your anxiety, your uncertainty, your self-doubt, your feelings of depression. You medicate them, and alcohol does achieve that goal. It deadens it and kind of makes you a little euphoric. But there's a downside to it, which everybody knows. You can't be 55 years old and not know that. The downside is that you get this short-range little boost and you can fake happiness. It feels happy. I mean, it definitely feels happy. You can laugh. You can be jovial. But you know that when you come to again, when you're sober, that you don't know how to run your own life. The problems still exist. They didn't go away with the drinking. In fact, the problems are worse because now you're drinking. People in your family are complaining and you're not happy. So then you go and drink again and that repeats the cycle. I was once in a play in a camp for a summer where they spoke only French. And so I learned how to speak in French and I was in a little play from Le Petit Prince. And my part translated in English was, this is from someone who doesn't drink, I was the drunk, they made me the drunk. So I had the lines, I drink, and somebody asked me, well, why do you drink? And I said, to forget. And they said, to forget what? And I said, to forget that I drink. And you can see how circular that is. It's just a loop. You drink to forget that you drink, and you drink more when you come to again. So giving up the alcohol is not not easy. You need a lot of skills. You need skills with yourself. You need to know how to manage urges. You need to know um, how to achieve good values in life. You need problem-solving skills. You may need anger management skills. You may need how to monitor so that you don't go back into drinking. You may need communication skills and how to deal with relationships better and drink refusal skills. So that's just a little overview of what's involved to get yourself sober again. And there's a wonderful book, Sober for Good. It's on my website by Ann Fletcher, who talks about the many different ways people become sober. There's not only one. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. My number is toll-free, one eight seven seven D R K E N N E R. That's toll free one eight seven seven. Doctor Kenna, call me with any question you'd ask a counselor or a therapist. For more Doctor Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from the Selfish Path to Romance by clinical psychologist Doctor Ellen Kenner. 
Many people lack the communication skills needed to maintain a thriving romantic relationship. If you don't communicate effectively, you make yourself less lovable and you undermine romance. What are the signs that someone isn't communicating well? The most obvious is that the person is unwilling to listen or refuses to make any effort to understand you. Some of the most common methods used to avoid dealing with problems in communication include sarcasm, verbally attacking you and then playing it off as a joke, not being fully focused on you, bossing you around, nagging, screaming, being unjustifiably critical, interrupting you when you speak, using the silent treatment, walking out on you, or being indifferent to you. You can download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.